What's up, guys? Max here, back with another episode of the Scuttlebutt Show. I hope you're all doing well. Let me say what's up to everybody in the chat. We got Regal popping in first and backing me up in the chat, letting Lucas know that I was in the Navy for about 14 years. Thank you for that. We got Chris, Nuggets, Philip, Eric. I hope I don't miss anybody here. Earl's in the house. Uh, Nuggets, just a heads up. Congrats on finishing your workout. That's great. I hope you're keeping it up. We were watching Jordan. What's up in the chat? My wife and I were rewatching my UFO video yesterday so she could roast me on all the reasons why she does not think it's a UFO. And she was like, who's Nuggets? Nuggets is always in the chat. I said, babe, that's because I've got the best audience on YouTube and people are showing up to hang out with me and talk about the military five days a week. And it doesn't get any better than that. So Nuggets, shout out to you. Audra, what's up? Welcome to the chat. We have so much to talk about, but let me start with Yesterday was so fun. I had such a good time talking about the UFOs. You know, I went back and reanalyzed that photo. Obviously, some people are going to say it's nothing. It's a camera glitch, whatever. And I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying I know what that is or anything like that. But by the way, Obama came out today and confirmed that there are aircraft flying around out there that we don't understand. Now, if former President Obama is going to come out and say it, what more confirmation do you need? If anybody was going to deny it, it'd be Obama who got out pretty scot-free of his presidency and he's laying low now. Why would he come out and get into public again to confirm UFOs if, hey, there wasn't something weird going on. So I'm so excited about the possibility of finding out what these aircraft are flying around our airspaces. I can't wait to see what happens with that. And I also want to apologize on behalf of the internet, I guess, uh, for anybody who was watching my game stream yesterday when we were streaming Insurgency, within a few seconds of starting the stream, somebody comes over to voice chat and drops some serious inappropriate language, and I then I muted the voice chat. That's how the gamer world is. It's one of the most toxic places on the planet, honestly. So if anybody heard that on my stream, I'm sorry you had to hear that. Uh, I don't know what I can do if I'm going to keep streaming these games to, to avoid that kind of stuff from happening. If you guys have any ideas, I'd love to hear them. If you guys get a chance to like this video, share it. Let's get the chat popping. It already is. Uh, Nugget says, it's technically a UFO, unidentified flying object, not an alien, but a UFO. Yeah, hey, that's all I'm saying. That's the only thing I'm, I'm confirming is that I saw something in the pic. Does your photo look like the forward-looking infrared HUD heads-up display video from the Naval Aviators some years back? Uh, Hiram, have you seen the video? Did you see the video? Did you see the pictures? They're on my Instagram, they're on Discord, and the video is on YouTube. I don't have those pulled up anymore to show you right now, but like I said, they're published. You can go look at it and tell me what you think. So, Space Dog, what's up? Stream with me, I won't swear, I promise. I, I believe you, Regal, I do believe you. Uh, and we gotta do that. We gotta do some War Thunder soon. I've got so many stories today about social media, about the, the, a, a veteran who's getting a Medal of Honor, a veteran who's went back to college, some new gear to talk about. We have stories today that's so crazy. Linus, what's up? We have stories today that are so crazy. Honestly, when I was preparing for today's episode, normally I wait and about 30 minutes for the show, I do an Instagram post about what the show is going to be about. I do a little video, but today when I was doing, when I was prepping the stories, the stories were like, they were made for each other one after the next. Every story that I had had a story or two that were directly associated with it that I could pull up. So today's show is going to be awesome. It's going to be so fun. I've got so much. I really couldn't leave anything out. I felt like I couldn't leave anything out is the medal of honor to the 90 year old dude. Yes, it is. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Another award upgraded. So let's see. And high school dropouts. Oh no. I hope we don't have too many high school dropouts out there. I had a buddy who dropped out of high school 
uh, he's, he ended up going back like 15 years later to finish high school. So you always are going to end up doing it eventually. Just so you guys, in my experience, everyone goes back and eventually finishes school. So you might as well just finish on the first try. Uh, check this out. Let's see. As fun as that Lotus bar, uh, I want to join the U S Marine space dog says, then do that. Then join the Marines. I've got actually a great story about joining the Marines today. We have a story about joining the Marines today. It's going to be awesome. I don't want to waste another second because we have so much to get to, and we're going to have some fun right off the bat. I mean, we're going to have a laugh here, not at for any good. It's basically at our own expense. We're going to have a laugh at our own expense. Let's go. Pentagon denies spying on troops, social media accounts. Now, I want you guys to remember what I said. Larry D, good enough to agree. Let's go. I want you guys to remember what I said about the military, uh, uh, about these stories being made for each other today. Okay, I want you guys to remember that. These stories are made for each other today. So let's talk about this. The Pentagon denies spying on troops' social media accounts. As you guys might remember, there was some talk about screening military social medias for links to extremism or anything like that. And now they're saying that they're not doing that. So this article is from Task and Purpose. The Pentagon's top spokesman issued a full-throated denial of a story by The Intercept, which reported the Defense Department wants to monitor troops' social media accounts for evidence of ties to extremism. There's no effort inside this extremist working group to somehow spy on every individual in the military or spend hours and hours just gleaming through social media activity just for the sake of doing it, John Kirby said at a Pentagon news conference. This isn't about some sort of surveillance program of our own people. Now, listen, guys, let me just fill you in on how, how social media monitoring works because you guys can... I do this for the Scuttlebutt Show, okay? I actually just found a Google alert about myself. Somebody wrote an article referencing me in my Joanne Bass Air Force, Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force video, linking it in their blog, and I found that thanks to a Google alert. It would take, it's all automated, okay? It's all automated websites like Hootsuite, Brand24, or two popular ones that I've been on, where you can just type in hashtags and then go to users, and it'll screen instantly all of social media for all occurrences of those hashtags or keywords or links or anything that you want to know about. So if you are looking to monitor social media, for example, you can check out Hootsuite, not sponsored, nothing like that. And you can see how easy it is to monitor social media. So if the military wanted to, they could do a quick search of your name across all social media accounts. Your Maybe your, your social media username if they make you submit that to join and then type in the keywords that they're looking for like whatever they were if they're racial slurs or gangs affiliations or anything like that and just see if any of those things are pop up on the search and if they don't then maybe you're good and if they do then maybe you're not and that'd probably be the extent of it they're not going to go in and and scroll through the social media accounts of every user who's ever joined the military but all that aside, they're saying they're not doing it anyway. So Ken Klippenstein first reported on Monday that the military's Ken Klippenstein, one of the coolest names I've ever gotten to say on this show. Hey, what's up, Ken Klippenstein? First reported on Monday that the military's countering extremism working group is developing a program to constantly monitor what service members say on social media for certain keywords. Oh my God, it's the thing that I just said. That's the thing that I just said. Uh, developing a program to constantly monitor what service members are saying on social media for certain keywords indicating extremism. The working group is led by Bishop Garrison, who is the senior advisor to Lloyd Austin. In order to circumvent service members' First Amendment protections, the pilot program would award a contract to a private firm to conduct the warrantless surveillance of service members, according to The Intercept, which cited internal Defense Department docs and an unnamed official with direct knowledge to the uh, program. 
But on Tuesday, Kirby described the intercept story, which has been picked up at a New York Post and other media outlets as misreporting. There's no pilot program being run by Mr. Garrison or the extremist working group to examine social media. The working group is trying to determine how many extremists are in the ranks and come up with recommendations for Austin. Oh, wait, where did I go here? Uh, for Austin on how to solve the problem, Kirby said Garrison's mandate does not include rewriting defense department policies. Kirby said the extremist working group has not awarded a contract to private surveillance firms to monitor service members on social media. And he also said that the military service has already looked at potential recruit social media activities as part of the enlistment process, despite a defense department report to Congress last year finding several issues in online vetting. Uh, Austin uh, human analysts cannot effectively and efficiently search the internet. Hundreds of thousands of people each year that undergo DOD background testing. So obviously that that's all true. Uh, by issue, and then April 9th, Austin issued an address by directing Defense Department to look into obtaining cost-effective capabilities to screen publicly available information in the sessions and continuous vetting for national security positions. And the article goes on to say some more stuff about social media screening. Basically. Uh, a full-throated denial, as they used in the words there. Now, let me pause here and address the chat, and then we're going to get into a really funny story. Let's see. Same space dog, GD, good enough to agree. They were spying on my Facebook in 09. I totally believe it. Talk to you, says a lot of ha-has. You haven't met your media quota, soldier. What do you have to say about your crimes? <laughs> they are totally sponsoring you. Stop lying. Thank you very much uh, for the... Um, for the comment. Not a fan of extremism. Uh, not a fan of spying. Is it necessary evil for a country? Good question. Uh, I don't know about a necessary evil. That's a good that's, that's a good debate, though. Now, remember what I said, that every story on today's show was made for every other story. Every story had an associated story. So, in other news, in other news from the Army Times, 3rd Special Forces Group spokesman tweet triggers suspension and inquiry. Are you kidding me? How are these, how can I find these articles on the same day, back to back, and they're going to say that this is not a thing that's happening, they're not monitoring service members' social media accounts, when literally in the AR 600-20, which we're going to address here in a minute, the Army directly specifies that if you do something on social media and they're monitoring it, you're going to get busted, even if it's your personal account, not any official capacity, even if it's just in their opinion, uh, that it was not appropriate, and we're going to talk about that right now. Captain Rick Dixon, one of the second, third, maybe first coolest names I've ever gotten to say on this show. Rick Dixon faces commander's inquiry following a message he posted from his personal account about his friend's cup size. So you can see the photo here on your screen, but if you guys can't see it because you're listening on the podcast, we've got a gentleman on the right side of the screen taking a selfie of him and his female friend in the car, and we're going to see what happened with that. But come on, government. Are you serious that I can just find these articles in two seconds that directly contradict each other? And obviously, people are stalking people's social media, getting them in trouble for things that they say as they're on their private citizen side of their life. So the public affairs officer for third special forces group at Fort Bragg, North Carolina was suspended. The public affairs officer was suspended after tweeting about a woman's cup size from his personal Twitter account. Army officials confirmed Wednesday, captain Rick Dixon posted and subsequently deleted a message referring to the size of a friend's breasts in response to an earlier tweet he had made with a photo of the two together. In an apology video, Dixon and his friend clarified the cup size comments were intended as a jab at back at the people who were harassing her over her appearance. 
The friend said in the apology video that Dixon's response to the Twitter comments did not bother me. Did the person that he's talking about even get a say? Does her opinion even matter that she didn't find his comments in any way inappropriate or offensive and that she was cool with it? And now this person is suspended and there's an inquiry against him? The suspension was first reported by local television station WRAL. Dixon's unit is conducting a commander's inquiry into the matter. Come on. Dixon made the comments from his personal account, but that doesn't excuse any distasteful or potentially inappropriate language being used. An army official familiar with the situation said on background, the official said the investigation is likely evaluating whether Dixon violated army commands, policies, social media guidance with his tweet. Dixon declined to comment when reached by army times on Wednesday morning. The incident comes after task and purpose reported Tuesday about an internal survey of women in army special operations units that found 40% of responding women had experienced gender bias in the workplace. That's a, seems like an entirely different subject. Dixon is also the latest soldier to face potential discipline over messages or statements made in a personal capacity. The army has seen a large number of similar cases in recent months, some of them worse than others, including the chaplain who said something anti-trans or something like that. But if you're a chaplain and you're going on there talking anti anything, you could probably expect that that's going to look negatively upon your career as a chaplain is supposed to be nonpartisan religious, nonpartisan political, somebody that you can go to and talk about anything, no matter who you are, you should be able to trust that you can go to them because in the military, you don't pick your chaplain. They are supposed to be non-denominational, unbiased, all that. So I could see how that would be a black eye on a chaplain. Another soldier, a paralegal non-commissioned officer in Italy is under investigation from his command after posting an old school rant claiming that women with ponytails look unprofessional in uniform. Now, the article does mention that uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? He got, it was, it was, uh, the officials at the investigation is likely evaluating whether Dixon violated army commands, policy, social media guidance with the tweet. So Max, what is army commands policy on this type of thing? Well, don't worry guys. I've already combed the entire AR 600 20 in preparation for this show. And social media is mentioned a whopping twice, once on page 104 and once on page 138. And in chapter seven, TAC 7, if I go over to that here, you can see subsection C, sexual harassment can occur through electronic communications, including social media and other forms of communication and in person. That is the only mention of any sort of social media harassment. If you type in social and do a keyword search into this whole thing, it appears many times, but the only time it's ever tied to social media is in this one example and another example later, which encourages army leadership to use social media to post events like army heritage and uh, army events and army history and all that stuff. So it's encouraging them to go on there and do that. But it is saying that this very vague comment about sexual harassment can occur on social media, and it seems like that's what they're getting him for. But the fact that I can go to this article right here, Pentagon denies spying on troops' social media accounts. Seconds later, I can switch to an article. Third Special Forces Group spokesman tweet triggers suspension. I can reference the AR 600-20 and explain the very, very vague comment that they made in there about social media, which is basically used to in my opinion, potentially target people. That's what all these broad, vague laws are made for, is to be used to target people if they so see fit. And it's really, really ridiculous. Now, I would like to hear what you guys think about that. I would love to hear it in the comments down below, because if you guys think that that is a violation of his privacy, if he was acting as a private citizen, if that's totally inappropriate, if you think that the government is really just basically BSing us all with the comments that they're not looking at our social medias. If you're in the military or somehow military affiliated, let me know that in the comments too. Like this video, join Patreon, shop at scuttlebuttshow.com. Let's go back to the chat. Let's see, we got, uh, 
Lloyd Austin sounds like the one general who would micromanage an E5. <laughs> uh, is that Rick in the pick? Yes, that's Rick Dixon. Damn, that woman has some massive uh, you-know-whats. So that's what the whole comment was about. Talk to you says, it's cool, but it is also warm, covered in a coat in a swarm, swarm of coal, the ticking toll, and the gambling roll. I don't, what did I just read? Did I just summon a demon? Did I just, like, enchant myself or something like that? Regal says, women's... Uh, okay, I'm not going to read any questionable words over the air here so I don't get flagged. She looks beautiful, not for her anything. Okay, uh, I appreciate all those comments. Let's see. To quote Conor McGregor, I'd like to apologize to absolutely nobody. I like that. Larry D's dropping heavies as always. This is why I can only post video game screenshots on social media. If I say anything semi-controversial, I'll get my life ruined. That's probably true. Uh, that's why I waited until after my first whole career was over to even attempt to be on YouTube. <laughs> I am appropriate within... Oh, oh you're still... Uh, I can't finish that poem or else I'll get possessed, I think. Let's see. If she isn't okay with it, it's a no-go, but she was totally okay with it. Let's see. Regal is very sus. Evo, I want to see Regal and Max in a squad game together. Does Regal play squad? That's the question. Uh, if she's okay with it, it should be fine. It hits the mark right on the spot for the article. How's it going, Nick? What's up? Welcome to the chat. Glad to have you here. Audra says, if she don't have a problem with it, I don't see a problem. I totally agree. So, shouldn't we be asking if anybody even had a problem with this? Like, who, who, has, who had the complaint? There was no complaint. So, how, so the question is... They didn't actually reference anybody's complaint. So the question becomes, how did they even find the tweet? Did, did somebody report it? It's not even, it doesn't even go on to say exactly how they even found that this person made that tweet. It's, it, that's what's sus. Good to be here. I'll play squad if you want. Yeah, let's, let, we're, we're getting a, we're making a squad of squads, a YouTube squad squad. And since Regal is a YouTuber with his channel Midnight Chat, you guys can check out where I appeared as a guest. I'm very thankful and humbled to be on the show. Uh, you can go, you can come join the squad of squads. So we've got, uh, ah, man, 20 minutes in already. So I, I did say I wanted to go on a rant today. And to be honest, that rant is about, I, I have, to, I, ha I feel like I have to, I have to, that rant is about masks. Okay. And let me start out by saying, I am not anti-mask. I'm not anti-vax. I am none of those things. I am, I am, I, I, I'm down with all of it. Like I said in a video last year, you can find on my channel, that I actually think if before any of this even started, if people were, were sick and they were coming to work and they wore a mask because there's a possibility it would make other people less sick, those people would be my hero. I would appreciate that because I don't ever like getting sick. So if there's a way to, to reduce the likelihood of getting other people sick ever, just out of a courtesy, that'd be a really nice thing to do, in my opinion. If you're sick, don't get me sick. That would be great. I would appreciate that. It would mean a lot to me if you, if you cared that much to not cough in my face. Am I, and am I supposed to pretend like I don't see people sneezing without covering their mouth or coughing right into their hand and then touching equipment at work, like public equipment, like printers and pens and doors and all that stuff? No, of course that stuff happens. So, hey, stop doing, stop being gross and maybe we wouldn't have everybody at work getting sick, okay? Now, with that being said, I covered a story earlier this week about how the... So, first of all, we all know the CDC came out and recommended you can take your masks off. If you're vaccinated, you can go out. You're less contagious. You're less likely to get sick. Even if you do get sick, you're less likely to get badly sick. All this stuff. Now, then the, the, the military comes out and says that, at least the, the Navy that the Navy and Marine Corps can take their masks off indoors and outdoors on base, and it's fine. And everything should be fine. Then the military in Japan says, if you're on base, you can go ahead and take your mask off. You don't need your masks anymore. You can take them off on base. 
And guess what? I'm still wearing a mask everywhere I go. Everywhere that I go still requires a mask on base. Nowhere that I can go that's not a work center has relaxed mask regulations, okay? And it's kind of crazy. And they're getting around it with a loophole, which is, I mean, I don't know if I should call it a loophole. They're getting around it with this, that if there's any Japanese people or potential of Japanese people around, you still have to have a mask on. Guess what, bro? That's everywhere. I don't know who bro is, but the, the proverbial bro. Guess what, bro? That's everywhere. So when in the world, when, it, when is enough enough? Okay? I feel like we're there. I feel like enough's enough. People are vaccinated. People understand what COVID is. People are still getting tested. People are still quarantining. All this stuff. When's enough enough? I am getting extremely frustrated. Like, honestly, with the mask stuff. Like it's get, I, I've been on board the entire time, but honestly, when is enough enough? Seriously, that's my question. That's my, that's my rant, okay? Let's see, uh, very sketch, exactly. I'll play squad if you want down. I can't wait to get squad as soon as I get the PC. Nice, I'll play squad if you all want. I might be able to get in around 10. Rant on my friend, masks, uh, I, I can't read. I, I mean, I appreciate you writing this stuff. Um, I've never worn a mask outside. I don't think I've ever worn a mask outside either. Um, unless we were in some kind of like event, like some kind of a, like social event, like work related event where they require masks. Let's see. I'm not wearing a mask unless I have to. We don't have a mask mandate here in Texas. Yeah. Texas leads the way on that for sure. But here we go. U.S. Army eases its mask mandate as Okinawa cases reach pandemic high. So U.S. Army Japan joined the other service branches Wednesday and relaxed its coronavirus mask order in order for fully vaccinated people. But the catch is if you still are might be around any local people, local Japanese, Okinawan, Ryukin people, you still have to have a mask on, which basically means you have to have a mask on everywhere you go. So that's my rant. It was kind of all based around this. You guys saw the article I referenced yesterday. I just wanted to pull an article up so you can uh, can see what I was talking about. But it is so frustrating. It's kind of absurd at this point. I I'm I'm not an, I'm not anti anything. I'm not saying I'm anti anything, but like come on. Enough's enough's enough. I think if the CDC said it's good and if the military said it's good and then we're still not doing it, when are we going to when's enough enough? You know what I'm saying? So Let's see. Larry says, my gym doesn't require a mask anymore. And it's awesome. In Texas, if you go into a federal building, you still need to wear a mask. Yeah. Hospitals, planes, trains, stuff like that. No mask mandate in Iowa. They never did put one even during the thick of it. Iowa Supreme Court said it was unconstitutional. Yeah. I've, I did hear a couple states like that. Wasn't it uh, Iowa and like South Dakota did that kind of thing too? So yes, good to go. I've got a, uh, we've got, okay. So we've got my rant's over, okay? My rant's over. I had to get it out there. It's just kind of like enough's enough. Enough's enough. If you guys have ever been deployed downrange in Afghanistan, I saw this and I was like, oh yeah, that was a thing. If you guys have ever been downrange in Afghanistan, you might remember the AFIs out there. You've got a couple versions of AFIs, the exchange services, okay? The Army and Air Force exchange services. What you've got is you've got permanent ones, on big bases like Kandahar, Shank, ba uh, uh, Bagram, and then you've got mobile ones. So the traveling ones, they would convoy from base to base, fob to fob, and they would bring some stuff like energy drinks and 
whatever. I don't remember if they had cigarettes, energy drinks, workout supplements, stuff like that, dip. And they had like this special currency system that you could use. And I saw this photo and it brought back some memories. And for all you guys who are thinking about joining, you're, you're about to join the military. I just want you to know a little piece of military history right here. Regal might remember this. Regal, let me know if you remember this. Base stores in Afghanistan finally stop accepting POGs as money. So if you guys see this on your screen, what you're looking at is POGs. If you don't know what POGs are, I don't, I, I, I can't, I literally can't even with you if you don't know what POGs are, but they're these little circular cardboard pieces that have a, a dollar value on them, something like 25 cents, 10 cents, 5 cents. Uh, and that is what they would give you when you would shop at the exchange. Instead of giving you money, they would give you these POGs. So these paper coins or POGs that troops have used at stores and collected as souvenirs on overseas bases for the last 20 years are being phased out as the U.S. military leaves Afghanistan. I can't, I can't believe, I totally forgot about these. Signs at the AFI stores that are still open on bases in Afghanistan encourage people to turn in or use their POGs before they are longer, before they are no longer accepted. I just, I just totally forgot about this and I can't believe that it is uh, still a thing. I can't believe that it still exists. Like I'm, I don't know, I'm kind of shocked. As closure of operations in Afghanistan continues, exchange facilities in the country are transitioning to a cashless system. Uh, only in 2021, it's about time. In the last couple months of the whole thing, it's, uh, it's getting finally shut down. The exact day when POGs will no longer be used anywhere in the country was unknown, and it'll probably remain unknown until you one day go to turn yours in and they just don't have, don't have them available anymore. The BNS Central Store at the Coalition Base at Kabul Airport has already stopped accepting them. Many shelves were bare inside the store, which once sold items like energy drinks, protein powder, and action figures. Action figures. The few items were available were discounted by 75% or more. Oh, might be worth it, guys. If you want to fly to Afghanistan to get a deal on some merch right now, some some straight out of the bazaar only available merch, you can fly to Afghanistan to get a deal. So they're finally shutting those things down. I thought that was pretty interesting. And it's about time, if you ask me, to go paperless if you're the AFIs in Afghanistan. We were paperless on the USS Ronald Reagan in 2004 when we had our Eagle cash cards. So I can't believe that they're still using these things downrange. And I can't believe I don't have any as a souvenir either. Let me talk to the chat really quick. Let's see. What's the question? Is my name Max? Yes. Pharmacy still require masks in Texas. His name is Max. That do be a unique name. Uh, that do be a unique name. Never heard it before. Thank you. Only online I hear it. I like Pogs. You like Pugs? Pogs. What the hell? I, heard you, I hear your name only online too. I remember those. Regal says I didn't really shop in Afghanistan. True, true, true. But uh, I, if you ever went through Bagram and you ever happened to stop at the AFIs, they had those things. Um, let's see. I literally, I literally can't even. I can already tell this show is going to be super legit. This is. Isn't Poggers, as they say on the internet? I don't know about that. I haven't played Pogs. I had a sick Spider-Man slammer when I was a kid, and that thing would flip Pogs like nobody's business. How much is a Pog slammer worth? I bet there's some worth a lot. This isn't super legit. Uh, I don't know what it is. I, if you've ever been to the Naval Station Norfolk, you've heard this on the 1MC. The Navy Exchange Mobile Centers, a.k.a. the Roach Coach, is making its approach. Yes. Yes, the Roach Coach Oh man, the roach coats. I, I still eat it like a, there's still roach coaches on Kadena. I still go to those. Let's see. Super legit. I am legit like you. Uh, action figures. Well, crayon eaters got to have their toys. That's true. Fly to Afghanistan as an American with a briefcase full of pogs. Yes, I understand. Super legit crew. This is the super legit crew right here. You guys are here. So moving on from that. 
This is a great episode. I'm, I'm so glad you guys are here with me today. This is a great episode. Um, as a reminder, as always, if you guys are looking to support the channel, bro, my 0.5 slammer was unbeatable. <laughs> if you guys want to support the channel, there's links in the description down below. Joining Patreon at the elite tier gets you a free t-shirt on your second month that is only available through Patreon. You can't buy it on the store, but if you do want some Scuttlebutt Show merch, scuttlebuttshow.com is where you can go for all your Scuttlebutt Show merch, including the super legit t-shirt that I'm wearing right now is available on there for like $25, I think. So you guys can check it out and buy one today. And if you're a patron, you get a discount code for 10% off the entire store. Any level patron gets 10% off the entire store always. And if you want, if you're an elite patron, I'll even customize merch for you. So all that and more, but a great way to support the channel right now is just to subscribe to the channel, invite people to come watch the shows, subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, follow me on social media. Those are all great ways to support the channel. What game is today? That's a great question, Nick. I was thinking maybe enlisted or war thunder, maybe some war thunder, something like that. I never want to talk about Pogs ever again, Beaufort says. Um, I think Mondays, it's going to be squad Mondays, I think. Fort Roach Coach was the stuff. Shout out to Bertha's Kitchen Company Springs. Nice. Yes, I, uh, I, uh, I love the old Roach Coach. Fort Carson, they had these burrito Roach Coaches in San Diego. Oh, so good. A breakfast burrito in the morning. That was my jam. So we've, we've got, there's a soldier who's getting an award from the Korean War upgraded to the Medal of Honor, and he's still alive. And I think that's great. But before I get to that, anytime, anytime that we have an upgrade to a Medal of Honor, I can't tell that story without reminding you guys that Alwyn Cash has still not gotten his upgrade to the Medal of Honor, which Congress, citizens, his family, people who sponsored this whole process went out of their way, went above and beyond to get him the Medal of Honor not upgrade. And apparently, apparently the reason that the upgrade was canceled was there was an event scheduled for Trump to give the Medal of Honor posthumously to Alwyn Cash, probably given, accepted on behalf of his family, was canceled because of the January 6th uh, Capitol event. So it got canceled then and now is just in limbo somewhere. So we don't know what's going on with that. I am going to continue to cover this story until eventually it's resolved. And, and you guys have been with me following this for over a year now. I think it was April of 2020, the first time I posted a video about Alan Cash, whose events in 2005 in Iraq should have earned him the Medal of Honor. So uh, we're going we're gonna to keep talking about it until it happens. And then when it happens, we'll rejoice on the show that the right thing was done for this hero and his family so that they can get the closure that they need, that all of his fellow troops whose lives he saved believes he deserves, that his general believes he deserves, that the Congress believes he deserves. It's the right thing to do. It's just a fact and a matter. Now, let's talk about the story of Ralph Puckett. So we've got a guy here. Let's see. Hello, everybody in the chat. TWD Franchise says, welcome, TWD Franchise. Larry, what cast deserves that MOH? He does. Totally does. So we've got Ralph Puckett. Ralph Puckett is a soldier who served in Korea. Beaufort, first time of hearing of Alwyn Cash. I recommend going to, after this show, checking out the, look, look up Alwyn Cash on my YouTube channel. And I've got two videos, I think, detailing all about it. So you can find those there. So 94-year-old Ralph Puckett to receive the Medal of Honor. Look at this guy. Look at this soldier. So we've got... Uh, to talk about what he did and why his medal is getting upgraded and this guy's interesting life that he's had. 
President Joe Biden will award the Medal of Honor on Friday to Ralph Puckett, a 94-year-old retired Army colonel who led the capture and defense of a hill during the Korean War against an overwhelming Chinese attack. As you guys know, near the end of the Korean War, the Chinese came to back up the North Koreans against the United States, and it was one of the bloodiest and hard-fought battles that the Marine Corps and the military has ever faced and uh, resulted in an insane amount of suffering and casualties in the freezing cold of Korea until the war ended. Philip with a $2 super chat. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Philip, again, two days in a row. So I do appreciate that very much. Thank you. I, I always am humbled by those. I need to tell you something after show, Max. It's about somebody. Okay, uh, sure. Uh, you can find me on social media or at thescuttlebitshow.gmail.com to reach out to me. Um, yes, thank you, Phil. Shout out to Phil from Nuggets. Thank you. Super chats are always open and I, I always appreciate them very, very much. The White House announced the award Wednesday, uh, saying Puckett distinguished himself with acts of gallantry and intrepidity above and beyond a call of duty. South Korean President Moon Jae will join in in the ceremony Friday. Puckett will receive the Medal of Honor in the nation's highest military award for bravery for actions he took more than 70 years ago. 70 years ago. As a young first lieutenant in November 1950, Puckett commanded the 8th Army Ranger Company during a mission to seize Hill 205 and defended against a series of chaotic assaults. So he led 51 army rangers and nine Korean soldiers to capture Hill 205. He ran across exposed areas multiple times to draw enemy fire away from his soldiers, allowing them to destroy enemy positions, the White House said. During the first of several Chinese attacks on the American-controlled Hill, Puckett was wounded by a hand grenade but refused evacuation. He directed artillery support, moved between foxholes to check the company's perimeter, and distributed ammunition to the other rangers. So he's just being out there being a badass all around Probably very scary up there, probably very dangerous. In fact, the soldiers were inspired and motivated by the extraordinary leadership and courageous example he had set. As the Chinese continued to attack, Puckett was told over his radio, supporting artillery fire was unavailable. His company continued to fight, and Puckett was wounded two more times by enemy mortar rounds. So he had been wounded by a grenade, and he had been wounded uh, by enemy mortar rounds. The pressure increased, so I ran back to a foxhole, he said, probably facing imminent death at this point. Puckett said in an interview for an oral history project, I got on the radio, called our force artillery and said, we're under great pressure, we're crumbling, we're being overrun. I just gave my unit the order to withdraw. Imagine it's, it's the Korean War and you're being overrun by Chinese forces out there on your own and you're facing thousands of trained, equipped soldiers. Uh, not good. Not a good situation. So... He's, in, he's badly, and he's badly hurt at this point, too. Now, what we need to talk about here is he, as the Chinese overran them, Puckett ordered his company to evacuate the area and told soldiers to leave him behind. So he, in complete disregard for his own safety, he told his soldiers to leave him behind. He'll defend the position so that they can escape. Two of his rangers disregarded the order and carried Puckett off the hill to safety. So he had to be carried against his will off the battlefield. I mean, that's... That's pretty selfless. That's pretty brave of him to do. Puckett, for that action, earned two distinguished service crosses. He had a 22-year career in the Army, during which he also served in combat during the Vietnam War. This is what blows my mind about that generation, is people who served in Korea and then in Vietnam. And we don't even talk about Korea normally. Like, Korea is the forgotten war, you know? But there were people who fought in Korea who fought in Vietnam. And that's so crazy to me. He retired in 1971. 
He became the national programs coordinator of Outward Bound and established Discovery Inc., leadership and teamwork development program. He was inducted into the Army Ranger Hall of Fame in 1992 and served as the first honorary colonel of the 75th Ranger Regiment, 1996 to 2006. He's been described as omnipresent within the Ranger community, often volunteering as a speaker and advisor. Puckett was selected as a distinguished graduate of the U.S. Military Academy. In the description of Puckett's service, the Academy wrote that he could still be found walking the swamps and hiking the hills at Ranger School, encouraging and instructing the rising generation of American soldiers. That's awesome. Nugget says the Forgotten War is forgotten. Maybe. Might be true, unfortunately. Let's see. Let me catch up on some comments here. Uh, let's see. Let's catch up on some comments. Cash deserves the MOH. So, yeah, you guys can check that out. Alwyn Cash forgot his name. New to story. My man saved lives through the pain of his searing flesh. Yes. Alwyn Cash has balls that clank. True. I need to tell you something. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been on a little bird? A helo? Do you mean a helo? I've been on many of those. Okay, it's kind of urgent. I know them personally. They recommended me the show just out of interest. Really, uh, you might know them. Uh, yeah, um, then then shoot me a, a text or something on, on Instagram and I will I will read it. Let's see. Leading the charge. What a monster. What a badass moving story. I guess he thought he was going out. So he tried going out with the bang. He didn't go out. Had quite the bang. The Forgotten War is Forgotten. My next door neighbor is 90 year old Korean vet. Wow. Better show him some love. Sergeant Major Plumley, World War II Korea veteran. Damn. So you guys know some Korea folks. Um, that's awesome. So, and it's an, probably an honor to know them too. Like I've had old, really old neighbors. I had a neighbor when I was a kid. His name was Captain John Miller. He wasn't in the military, but he was a pilot. He was one of the first pilots of a helicopter ever when it was called a, what was it called? It wasn't originally called a helicopter. Um, it was something else. I forget what the name of it was, but he was a test pilot for the original helicopter. He flew a private plane at the World's Fair that he bought and made a ton of money that way. He had a very illustrious career. He was president of the National Aviation Association. He was my next door neighbor when I was a kid. I had no idea. He would walk around in his pilot uniform. He, he lived to be, I think, 104 years old, and he was a pilot until the day he died. He even crashed on the side of a mountain when he was like 97 years old and survived there for like two days gyrocopter. Larry, you're exactly right. The gyrocopter crashed on a mountain, survived there for like two days until he was rescued. I encourage you guys, if you want to know more about that, to Google Captain John Miller in New York, it'll probably pop right up and you can see and read all about him and his incredible life. I would go walk around the neighborhood with him and he would tell me stories. Very cool. I wish I wasn't so young that I kind of didn't understand who he was and I didn't know what to ask him or anything like that. I wish I knew more at the time. It feels like such an honor to have a World War I, World War II vet in my family. Uh, Colonel and first Colonel in the second. Wow. Nice. On my first job as a kid, one of the baggers was World War II who hit the beach in Normandy. That's insane. Will do. I can't say, uh, here as they're kind of upset and want to ask me to reach out to you personally. Yet, so thanks for being open to it. Yeah, no worries. No problem at all. Hope everything's okay. Hope I didn't upset anybody. Um, Vietnam. So, so, uh, speaking of Vietnam, right? Speaking of Korea and going to fight in Vietnam, we have another story here. Actually, Justin, I don't know if Justin's watching today, sent me this. I thought this was a really cool story. Uh, we've got Vietnam veteran. Vietnam veteran celebrates graduation from UT Arlington decades after earning his degree. I'm so glad that this is something that could happen before, uh, you know, while he's still alive, while he's still with us. College graduation is a moment you can spend years dreaming of. In the case of Steve Kennedy... It's been nearly a lifetime. The article from channel3000.com says, 
This is the completion of something I accomplished a long time ago and I just didn't know it. Kennedy first appeared on CBS 11 in May of 2020 after the then 75-year-old learned he was receiving a college degree. You can call it a dream come true, he says. In 67, Kennedy was nine credits short of a diploma when he received a commission to the U.S. Army. Now, I do wonder about this. Did he join the Army or was he drafted? Because if you were in college during a draft, I think you could have avoided the draft. I think you could have, uh, you could have, if you got it, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, if anybody in the chat knows this. If you were in college in the draft for the Vietnam War, you could defer and you could stay in college. I think that that's correct. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he ended up joining the army. He was sent to Vietnam. He and his wife, Wilma, had two daughters and picked up a surrogate daughter too, who married Gulf War veteran Joe Carpenter. In his 50s, Joe decided to attend Kennedy's alma mater, UT Arlington. He's a, he says he's a late bloomer as well, just not as old as his uh, father-in-law. He asked the university to grant an honorary degree to his surrogate father-in-law who had expressed one regret not graduating. So he regretted never graduating college. The university surprised them both with the news that because class credits had changed over the years, he in fact had already qualified for a legitimate degree. He didn't need an honorary degree. He put in the work back then and the standards have lowered. So now he actually earned a degree normally. This, uh, this fact, after waiting more than 50 years, caused them to celebrate this achievement, but COVID-19 made him wait one more year to actually walk across the podium. UTA postponed in-person graduation ceremonies for the class of 2020 and 2021 graduates until this week. Kennedy walked the stage at Globe Life Field with Carpenter at his side. The fact of the matter is, if not for him, I wouldn't be here at all, he said. Both men received the same degree of bachelor's in history. The diploma's on the wall already, but this part is something I never thought would happen. So that's really cool. That's a nice story. But remember that I said, like every story today, had a story that went right along with it, we have a fun one here, okay? We have a fun story here. We've got, we've got TWD Franchise, $1.99, asked me to send you this from him. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Euros, okay. I see, I think I know what might be going on here if that's, uh, if you're dropping a $2 Euro Super Chat. By the way, Franchise, thank you very much on behalf of whoever that's from. I do appreciate it very much. Thank you. As always, Super Chats are, are much appreciated always very humbling and I'm always very grateful. So thank you very much. Now we've got, uh, a, an accompanying story to this one. Okay. An accompanying story to this one about Vietnam veteran getting his college degree in another generation, in another time, in another life, we've got Lincoln high senior receives $180,000 Marine Corps ROTC scholarship $180,000 scholarship from the Marine Corps, 180, is that how much it costs to go to college? $180,000 scholarship from the Marine Corps ROTC to attend school. I mean, it, it, th that seems like a lot, even by modern standards, doesn't it? $180,000 to go to college? Is he going to college on earth or is he going to college on the moon? A Lincoln High School senior was honored Tuesday morning with a $180,000 Marine Corps NROTC scholarship. Carl Moore says he's honored to be recognized. His principal, his guidance counselor, and his parents were all there for the presentation. I would like to thank not only the Marines, but also my guidance counselor, Ms. Williams, as well as my parents and Lincoln in general, said Moore. Moore hopes to study mechanical engineering in college. Mechanical engineering. After graduation, I'll be doing four years of college at Howard University in Washington, D.C., and then I'll be in active service with the Marines for a minimum of four years. Not bad. 
in addition to getting paid by the Marine Corps, he's getting his whole college fund up to $108,000 paid. The scholarship program manager, Captain Renew, says the award is not just based on physical fitness and academics, but also leadership traits. This is the Marine Corps' investment from us to you, that eventually you're going to share my great honor of leading Marines, not just being a Marine one day, but leading them. Congratulations. Moore said it took hours of physical fitness and work on grades before submitting his application. He said the Marines stood out as the branch of the military he was most interested in. And here's the quote of the day. Quote of the day. What Moore says about the Marine Corps here. They're great guys. They really care about me. Ah, ha, ha. Ah, ha, ha. Moore, you fool. You fool. The Marine Corps doesn't care about you. They gave you this money so that you can go to college and then join the Marine Corps and get probably one of the least appealing jobs the Marine Corps has to offer, my friend. The Marine Corps doesn't care about you. They, he says, they care about all the guys that we hang out with. Oh, yeah, they care about your friends too, huh? They're going to go hang out with you at the local, at the quad while you guys play hacky sack in college? No, they're recruiting you, you fool. Ha, 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 You've accepted the money now. You've signed your life away. You now owe the Marine Corps probably 15, 16 years. They're probably going to get you four. They're going to keep you hanging around. They're going to pull you back in. The Marine Corps doesn't care about you, fool. And they really instill the right characteristics that you should have as a person, and especially for the Marines. After Moore finishes at Howard, he'll be commissioned as a second lieutenant in the U.S. Marine Corps. Oh, my gosh. They're great guys. They really care about me. They care about all the guys that we hang out with. Are you kidding me, dude? You got, uh, I mean, I hate to say you got played, but you got to understand. I hope somebody's telling this kid, this 17 year old, I hope somebody's telling them that the Marine Corps doesn't really care about you. They don't really care about you that the Marine Corps doesn't care about you. Your recruiter might care about you. Okay. Just to be clear what I'm saying here. I want to clear up all that laughter because that was great. That was one of the best. I needed that one. That was, a, that was in the belly, okay? Uh, it, was, it was really a good one. That was a good one. That was funny. Now, your recruiter might care about you. I believe my recruiter cared about me. Saved my life. Got me in the Navy. Best thing that ever happened to me. But the Marine Corps doesn't care about you. Whoa, we got MC dropping a 499 super chat. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you, MC. Wow, I really appreciate that. I also dig the Carmen. Is that Carmen Electra? Wait, no, wait. Carmen San Diego. Carmen is that Car Carmen Electra? I was thinking about Dennis Robin the other day. Thank you, MC, for a four ninety nine super chat with the Carmen San Diego logo. If I'm seeing that correctly, it's very small on my screen, but that's awesome. Thank you very much, MC. Shout out to MC for that super chat. That's amazing. Thank you very much. Uh, much much appreciated. Let's see. Uh, and, and by the way, let me know if that's Carmen San Diego. I know that that's not Carmen Electra now, but let me know if that's Carmen San Diego there. And where in the world could MC be? Now, geez, your, your recruiter might care about you. The Marine Corps doesn't care about you. You're just an, another. I think we've done enough stories on this show, including one today, that shows you that the military really does not care about you. You're just numbers and, and capabilities. Um, and that's fine. That's so fine. Sounds like Vegeta. That's awesome, Robert. That's actually really, a, I take that as a massive compliment. So uh, let's see. Did I miss any other com uh, comments here? Let's see. No branch cares about us. 180K for some future boot to go to school, but the Marines still have gas masks from NOM probably. Yes. And, and they're probably still using the same canisters. TWDD says, yeah, I'll let them know. Euros probably know who it is and it's okay. Uh, not to worry. Nobody has been upset. Just a little issues with themselves. I'll see you after the show. Sure. Sounds fine. 100K max to pay for college. Uh, that sounds about right. What's up, Jacob in the chat. 
Why not just send them to West Point? That's a great, that's a great point. They could just send them to West Point. Uh, that would have saved a lot of money probably. Let's see. Is my stream working right now? I'm seeing uh, a warning on here that it's not working. You guys let me know if it's working. Um, I, 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 I want to change my internet provider because we've been having major stream issues lately. Yeah, something weird is going on. Something weird is happening for sure. I hope the stream does not cut out. That would suck. We're right near the end here too. Uh, yes, nice. Carmen San Diego. Yes. Okay, cool. Let's see. Let's see. No one ever heard of the Citadel. Oh, I've heard of the Citadel. I know the Citadel. You signed your solo way. Anyways, congrats on the college fund. But mwahaha. Yes. Um, Mangolin, Mangolin, U.S. Air Force. We literally have M16A1s from Vietnam. That's great. Let's see. Max Laugh was slightly evil. Sounds like Vegeta. My recruiter stopped talking to me. Think I'm still going to get in someday. Sure. Uh, it's weird that your recruiter would stop talking to you. Stream is, is iffy. Got it. Thanks, Nuggets. I was in the top 5% of my career field. They railroaded me as soon as I was diagnosed with PTSD. Uh, Jacob, that sucks. But now it's working. Okay, cool. Jacob, sorry to hear that. You know, it's, uh, uh, you know, the military talks a big game about taking care of mental health and they tend not to back it up. So I do have some issues with that. They talk a big game about mental health and they tend not to back it up. It's pretty ridiculous actually. So we've got one more, one more thing today just for fun. Cause I, you know, I made that promise that I would never end the show on anything negative, even though that college fun story is not negative, but I always want to end it with something fun. Uh, he told you he's been busy. Maybe, maybe he's got some more urgent recruits. Some people are going to boot camp like next week or something like that. But recruiters, I mean, they're hit and miss. They're, they're supposed to be like immediately respond to emails, immediately respond to phone calls, driving to your house, all this stuff. But recruiters have a really hard job. Maybe your recruiter's going through some stuff right now. It's, you never know. Maybe they're like having problems at home, health issues, stress. Maybe they're dealing with some mental health issues. Maybe they are overwhelmed at work and you're just not the top priority right now. All those things are possible. Hopefully you don't just have a, a bad recruiter. Just made it, Justin. Justin just made it. And this story's just for you. I was just saying how we're, we're only ending shows on positives from now on, right? And the last story wasn't a negative, it was actually a positive. But I've got this one here and I actually thought it was really fun. And what I want to do is I actually want to reach out to this company on behalf of the Scuttlebutt Show and see if we can get some stuff going for you guys. So let's check this out. I saw this article from Task and Purpose. This $50 SEAL Team 6 hoodie is for silent but loudly dressed professionals, book deal not included. Now, if you look at I'm just going to show you this hoodie right here. And it's from a company called uh, Gear Humans. And look at this. This is a sweatshirt. This is a sweatshirt. It's got a, uh, it looks like type three camis. It's got unit patches. It's got a radio, a push to talk. It's got mags, uh, sleeve pouches, riggers belt. Looks like it's got an IFAC on the back. It's got everything that you need right here. You're rocking and rolling. You've got your helo lanyard. You're ready to go. You're ready to go take on the world. It actually looks pretty cool. Like it looks 3D to me, but it's just a regular hoodie. It's just a regular hoodie. It's got the plate carriers. It's just a hoodie. It's just a, a graphic on a hoodie, but it's really well done. It actually looks really 3D. So what I have here is I actually have the website. So let me see what you guys think. Check out this gear on this website. I thought you guys needed to know this. Okay. Gear humans, gear humans is a really interesting, I'm just going to say it's a really interesting website with interesting gear. Like they have these Navy Air Force patterns, but they're in army patterns, but they're a little like wrong. And then they have this other page here that has old military uniforms going back to like American revolution time, uh, historical costume hoodies. These are hoodies. They look totally 3d. So here's the question. Should I email this company 
and ask them if they want to send out some merch for the Scuttlebutt Show? Would you guys want to see me wearing this merch and potentially some giveaway stuff? Uh, if so, let me know in the comments and I can email Gear Humans and see if they would sponsor an episode for the Scuttlebutt Show, maybe sponsor a week or something like that. I'm looking to get like a first sponsor, uh, a sponsorship deal with a company, a brand or something for the show. By the way, Amazon affiliate link in the description for my favorite water bottle here. If you guys are looking for a water bottle that you might like, and if you buy from that link, it'll help me out too. I strongly recommend this water bottle. So yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. Nugget says they look nice, fresh, fresh, fresh. Uh, funny video about recruiters of TV called recruiters. That's actually really funny. Are those real plate carriers or just uh, designs on the hoods? It's just designs on the hoods. Let's see. Jacob says effed up, but that hit hard when it wasn't obvious to me that I was worse than they said. Mm, I feel you. Gear Human should be so lucky to sponsor the Mighty Maximus. Thanks, Robert. That's great. That's awesome. So I saw that article on Task and Purpose. Now, the only problem is that if I actually go to the link with the SEAL Team 6 hoodie, it's not found. So I don't know if they pulled it down or something for the bad, if they were getting some bad press or something, but I'm definitely uh, interested in seeing what one of these looks like in real life. I think that's the thing, right? Because they look really cool on the website. And now you, from that article on Task and Purpose that they put together this, uh, you know, mill tactical SEAL Team 6 hoodie right here. I saw this and I was like, I should probably share this with the audience. And they have this Marine Corps one. So you guys can get uh, your, per like, I don't know if I would have put a purple heart on a hoodie. Um, cause that'd be awkward to walk around in this. Like this is borderline. You're talking like stolen valor level, uh, hoodie right here. So you guys can tell me what you think about that in the chat, but, and if you would ever buy one of these, I'm curious what you think. Let's see. Jacob says quietly eats my protein bar and hydrates. Nice. So if you guys are interested in that kind of stuff or anything like that, I'll definitely check it out. Max, you should wear one. So people know that you're a veteran. Yes. I, uh, I was accused yesterday by Nikki MGTV of, um, of not knowing how to shoot. Whoa. Transition. Yeah. Of, uh, of not qualifying as nothing better than marksman on my shoot. Or was that two days ago? Not qualifying anything above marksman on my Navy rifle qual, which I dispute by the way, don't drink water, only drink diet soda and you'll die fifties. Be a man. Ha. Yes. I want a cheeseburger. Put some cigarettes on it, please. So yes, that's awesome. I was thinking the same on some of those uniforms. I don't want to be accused of stolen valor. Yeah, I know. Right. Those are some of the for sure, most questionable pieces of clothing I've ever seen. I personally would never wear that. I would never, ever, ever wear that out. Like, it's a no-brainer to me. My question is, who are the people who wear those out? So I might go and try to track some of those down on YouTube videos, reviews of those. I'll probably email the company and see if they want to sponsor some time on the Scuttlebutt Show and maybe send out some merch and we can check that out and I can actually show you guys what one of those looks like. But... That's it for today. It's time to go walk the dog. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump back on a little bit and play some games. You guys will see what game when we get back, I guess. I'm not sure yet. It's probably going to be enlisted or maybe, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what it's going to be. Probably going to be enlisted because um, I kind of do like that game. And we'll see what's going on with it, if there's been any updates or anything like that. So thanks guys for watching today. As always, links in the description down below for all the ways to support the channel. Thanks for all of the uh, super chats today. That's incredible. You guys rock. Nikki says, pick up your dog poop. Nikki, are, are you, are you available to play squad or do you want to do, or do you need to do that later? Reach me out on Instagram. Max, I had someone call me stolen valor on my Facebook for my profile pic because it looked like I was a wannabe when my pick was from active duty. I don't, I don't understand the, uh, 
I have to go actually walk my dog, my real dog, my actual dog. Her name is Bree. She's great. You guys can see her on my Instagram sometimes. Um, so Nikki, are you hit me up afterwards if you want to, uh, to play squad later, I'm down. And by the way, the whole thing about like people, people have called me stolen valor on my YouTube videos. And it's like, why? <laughs> like, why? I mean, other than the fact that people act with impunity on the internet, like they're so brave and tough, but where do you even come up with this stuff? Like it's ludicrous. The things people say on the internet, start a YouTube channel, make one video. People will find you to insult you on YouTube. It is out of control. It's so crazy. Anyway, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. It just bothers me that people have the kind of time and energy to go into that thing. Space Dog, what's up? We're signing out right now. NFQ is looking for brand ambassadors. Maybe you get them to sponsor some episodes or collaborate some. Oh, I'll check that out. NFQ. I do know what that is. Uh, never effing quit. Max has the 4K picks. Why would people say that? Yeah, I know, right? So, okay. Okay. With all that being said, Thank you guys for watching today. Today was an awesome episode. I had a great time. Hope you guys did too. We'll be back in a little bit with the game stream for everybody who's into that kind of thing. Uh, I am. So I hope you guys are too. I look forward to seeing you then. And that's the scuttlebutt. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is that a good outro? And that's the scuttlebutt. Either let me know if you like that in the comments. I'm out for now.